Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast USA. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horan. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back again, discussing a bit of Love Island USA. Yeah, it's, it's been going off, Dave, in episode four. Really interesting. We've had loads of people commenting that they're listening to it. A lot of UK fans as well are on it now. So, you know, thanks everyone for listening to our podcast and getting involved with Love Island USA. And Dave, I want to start with a very, very interesting character. And, you know, every Love Island series, whether it be UK, Australia, they always seem to have this person who, you start off, you think, great person. But Caro, Dave, she's an absolute head the ball, isn't she? She's an absolute <laughs> nut job. The more, the more things she does, the more erratic. And, and I call myself out, I say all this, but I love watching it because it's so cringe-inducing. But... She's an absolute loose cannon, that girl. She is an absolute firecracker, and uh, I, I can't read her at all. I mean, she wears a heart on her sleeve. Um, you know, she flits about. She's like a butterfly, isn't she? You know, she'll just go around from guy to guy and, like, try and have a bit of a good conversation with them. She seemed to have a decent enough date with uh, Cormac, but then she comes back to the villa and she's discussing with it with everyone and and what was that funny little squeal she did she was saying he's like a kind of guy it's like i don't even know what that is but you know i think cormac's coming away thinking oh that was a good date but clearly she didn't think that she's pied uh michael off you know and, and then but then brought him back later in the episode she's after a bit of western it seems and then you know at the last tonight She's opted for Cormac over Michael. So, yeah, she's, it's going to make great entertainment, Chris, because, you know, you don't want to have some bland people in there that, you know, hold their cards close to their chest all the time. So, yeah, I, I think it's going to make good entertainment, but uh, it's not probably someone I'd be looking to couple up with, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, she's very strange, very strange. And I think as well, like, like he, the lads even said it, and I like Yeaman because he, he just calls it how he sees it. He, he was bang on the money with her. He said, the lads are all sat down. There was two or three of them. I think Zach was there. And he's like, she's just going from one. He said, it's like she's just keeping her options open, like saying, well, I'll, I'll try you. Uh, yeah, well, I'll keep you dangling. I'm going to go with this guy. And, and that's what she seemed to be doing, didn't she? She wasn't like she was propositioning or anything like that, but she, she she's within her rights to couple up with anybody if there's a connection there so she's doing the right thing but I think they weren't buying it they were sort of reading between the lines they were saying like I think she's just playing the game to keep herself in and and as the episode went on I mean like you say that the situation with Cormac it it was like she went oh yeah he's there good yeah blah 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 and I'm thinking and everyone's laughing I'm thinking I'm pretty sure that was you, not fucking Cormac. <laughs> yeah. As much as I said I wasn't sure about him in the last episode, I, I don't think he did anything wrong, to be honest. I think he's just a, he seemed quite, quite a genuine lad, actually. I think I, I may have been a bit hasty to judge him, but I don't think he did anything wrong with her. He was just chatting to her. So what she was talking about, whether she could understand him because he's Irish, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, I, t- I tell you what, I do like Yeaman. He's almost like the narrator, isn't he? He's like the point of view character. He seems a little bit more mature than everyone else in there. And he just sort of calls out the obvious <laughs> that yeah, doesn't yeah. seem that obvious to everyone else. Yeah, he does. He, he, he seems really, really genuine. I've, I've got a lot of time for him. And I think Alana as well, to be fair. I wasn't sure of that relationship. He'd questioned it when she kissed him a couple of episodes ago. But I think it's there. I think this, it, it seems genuine. And Alana did say, didn't she? You know, he's the only guy in the villa who, who I'm going to let sit there when I've got sort of a hairnet on and a glasses on. Yeah. You know? So I think he, he, he's bang on the money. I don't think he did anything wrong I mean a couple of the other girls like obviously Elizabeth had gone on a date with Dylan and with Cormac and she, sorry with Cormac and she was talking and all it ended up doing was when he come back I mean I, I don't know about you Dave and I could be completely wrong here but Zach and her the relationship is so intense it was like they'd been together for six months the way they were reacting I mean she was like yeah yeah oh, they're in love, them two. I'm calling it now. They're absolutely in love. But it could also be one of them relationships that burns out. It's passionate. And it might burn out and fizzle out. I'm not sure. But it seems a bit too intensive and being completely honest. I can't work out whether Zach's too possessive or Elizabeth's too possessive. I can't, I can't, are they just both the same? But it seems, it seems bizarre to be so into each other only after a couple of days. You mean shaving a heart into your chest hair is is a bit too far in week one? (laughs) He wasn't that impressed on day, was he, to be fair? I I must admit, I was kind of looking, it's like, oh yeah, I can can see it if I squint a bit. Yeah, it just looked like a fucking circle, didn't it? A fucking heart. You need a bit more chest there, lad. Yeah, yeah, it does seem intense, you know, and... uh, I, I think it was a bit of a wasted date, that one really, wasn't it? So, uh, I mean, he's got to go with his gut, but I guess he, he found out pretty soon from that that um, there's probably not a lot of point pursuing anything with Elizabeth. But saying that, you know, from the UK one, we've seen it before. We had it with Lucy and Tommy, didn't we, where we thought uh, to- Lucy was really strong with Joe. And by the end of, you know, when Lucy's left the villa eventually, she's left with tears because she can't get with Tommy, who was, you know, that third wheel initially. So, you know, over time, as people get to really know each other beyond just that first kind of week, two weeks, when they start to, you know, let their guard down a little bit, that's when, you know, you might see things either develop and take off a bit more or, you know, start to fray at the edges. Yeah, I must admit, I, I, I'll be completely honest, Dave, we're four episodes in and the narrator is getting on my fucking tits completely because in the <laughs> day, we have Ian Sterling, who's a Scottish guy, who's absolutely hilarious and he's not lost in translation because they get American humour, but he, this American guy or Canadian, I don't know if he's Canadian, who's narrating, he's trying to beat Ian Sterling. Now, he did say something funny tonight at the start of the episode, he did say, um, welcome to Love Island, where was it? They're all unemployed, and there's only three percent body fat. I was quite, I was, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, was yeah. Quite, that was quite funny. But he just gets on my nerves. Some of his stuff, it's not organic. I think when Ian Sterling does it, he sits there and just watches it and just takes the piss on it completely. And I think this guy's going for that. But Ian Sterling will swear, 
And this guy doesn't really swear in that. So I think something, because he's not being completely honest, it seems a little bit diluted. It's not ruining the show, but sometimes when he says it, I'm cringing going, oh, mate, just shut up. You know, I, I don't know if you've picked up on that. I'd I'd be really interested at what our listeners think. If it, it, There might be people out there that think he's really funny. Um, I, I don't, he, he doesn't irritate me like he does you. I, I just don't think he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and like you say, you know, Ian Sterling, he just takes the piss out of them, doesn't he? Now, you couldn't possibly have Ian Sterling doing the voiceover in the uh, Americans because in the American show, because we only just understand him, <laughs> you know, so uh, it's a bit of a harder accent to understand, isn't it? But um, yeah, I, th- I think, uh, let's see, I mean, he might grow on us. He might do, Dave, and he might, or he might fucking irritate us because that's what's happening each episode <laughs> at the moment for me. But, well, but, I, I am gonna, I'm gonna do. So, I mean, if people haven't watched the UK show, I'm gonna nick one of Ian Sterling's jokes here, and, and I'm gonna say, just bear with me a second, Chris, because I'm just about to watch Michael's highlight reel. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dave, you've been horrible. He likes dogs. Still be like that. <laughs> that is an endearing quality, I do have to say. You know, so I mean, it, he's just—he's. Does he ever stop smouldering? That's what I want to know. Dave, he's a good-looking guy. Let's be honest. When he's in that diary room, even I thinking about turning. Like you said, you were going to vote for him the other day. He's got <laughs> everything going on. He has to be there. But again, he's—he's—he's he's, he's fucking got it going on, and there's nothing else behind the. The curtain, it's like the Wizard of Oz. I always use that as an analogy, but he is, he is the Wizard of Oz. Once you pull the curtain behind, he's fuck all there. That, that's basically what we've got with him. So, yeah, he, he was in the recoupling and, and it came down to him and Cormac and it was uh, Caro who had to choose and she chose Car- She chose Car- uh, Cormac, but I was quite surprised, Dave, she didn't pick Michael. I, 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 the way she was teeing it up and speaking, it sounded like she was going to pick Michael. I was, I was actually shocked that he's gone. I think that... The producers must have a bit of a bit of a hand in some of these speeches because, again, we've seen it in other shows where they'll say a few words and you're thinking, oh, this it's going to go this way," and then they say the other person's name, and it's like, oh, "Come on, that surely can't keep being a coincidence that you're making it sound like the other person." Well, I was massively shocked. I mean, Cormac's only just got there. I thought it was a bit brutal because both of them were in the bottom three, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, the lads who've just come in. And so I thought, you know, it, it's clearly a lot harder. If you're coming in later, you always see that OG, you know, that original group oh, is always stronger, these relationships form. And, and what's also interesting is, you know, when you get two people coming in together, they immediately have a little bit of a connection, you know, so they, they kind of pair up and buddy up. And so, um, yeah, I thought, you know, one of them was going to go and I thought it was going to be Cormac. But, you know, in the first week, Michael's basically been pied off by two girls now. So, you know, again, tremendously great looking bloke. And as Alexandra said, you know, he looks like one of the doctors off like a general hospital or something, you know, ER or something like that. He's just that good looking, but you can see in his conversations, he's just got that intenseness to him. And it, you know, he's not really asking questions about the girls. He's not really having too many jokes. And I, I think I've seen it on, on Twitter this morning that, you know, 
various people in this show are talking like, oh, we had this conversation and we were laughing so much. And it's like, is that all off camera? <laughs> because I've, yeah. I've never seen anything. All I see is that kind of, you know, first date laughing. You know that, oh, you're so funny. You know, <laughs> I don't actually see any genuine laughing out loud sort of stuff. But, you know, I, I don't know whether that's just part of the show or, you know, they're just saying what they think we want to hear. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and one thing I wanted to talk about is there is an epidemic in the house, Dave, or the villa, sorry. And it starts with Zach. And it's becoming more infectious than everyone else. I don't know if you've picked up on it, Dave. I don't know where you're going with this, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, every other word Zach says, so I'll, I'll say one of his... Is he, is he talking about vibing? No, no. Oh, yeah, we've heard vibing. But he says, no, Dave. Zach will say, so, like, I got with Elizabeth, like, and then we were together, like, and then, like, uh, yeah, I like that girl, and then uh, we came together, like, uh, like, and he must say, like, about fucking 50 times, and it's do my fucking head in, Dave. And to be honest, else, like, I say that quite a bit, you like, know. Not, not, <laughs> not, no, 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 not like, 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 like fucking Zach does, Dave. Uh, I, 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 what's happened is I saw a tweet. On, on our timeline and it was retweeted by the love island usa and they were like fans are furious with zach already and i'm thinking oh fucking hell saucy let's get a click on that article get in the ar- article and it was going he says like every other word and i'd never noticed it and i'm watching it <laughs> oh, no. now i'm like fuck off he says it all the time <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna ruin it for you now because you're gonna be going oh fuck off chris because honestly now Every other word. And then I'm listening to other people say it who don't say it as much. But obviously, in the UK, we have certain words, don't we, that you use to fill. Like a lot of stuff people go, uh, uh, you know, that, that's what they put. I've seen it. When I, once I've seen it, it's one of the things, now I've heard it. Sorry, not seen it. But now I hear it. I can't fucking unhear it, and it's pissing me off Dave more than anything. Yeah, I'm going to have to look out for that one tomorrow. And oh, my word. He's terrible. See how it goes. And I apologise for everyone listening as well because you're going to go, you wanker, Chris, because he says it every other word. It's ridiculous. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I know he's probably nervous and he, he might be because he's on camera as well. You know, as much as he's probably peeing about around the house and the villa, he's, he's okay. But when he's in them situations where they're on a fire pit or they're, they're sat in a little snug somewhere, he knows the camera's on. So I think it's a bit of a nervous thing because he's a nice lad, to be fair. But when yeah, he, yeah. Every other word is like, and I was just like, fucking hell, shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> then Elizabeth starts doing it, and I'm thinking, well, they're obviously made for each other. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> Anything else catch your eye from the episode today? No, nothing, Dave. I think, obviously, like you say, Michael's gone. And, you know, we're going to the next one. We did get a little preview of tonight's episode saying that there is going to be new islanders and it, and it did pan to a young lady now whether we're going to get a, a girl and a, a boy i don't know but it did show her so that, that'll stir things up as well dave which i'm really looking forward to because i do think and i know you said this before we, we went live that it, it was a bit of a slow episode really wasn't it it was it was a bit up and down there wasn't too much going on to be fair tonight yeah, the only unpredictability is where's Kara going to go next? <laughs> you know? But um, no, everyone else kind of just stayed coupled up, didn't they? Uh, I, the only bit that irritated me a little bit, if I'm honest, is this relationship between Mallory and Alexandra. And 
it may just be a it may just be the use of language and and whatever but you know i'd find it a real stretch chris to say i love you you know as a, as a friend and that we've known each other 12 years <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if you've known someone for like four days in the villa, it's just a bit much for me to swallow that when they say, "Oh, I love you," you know, and this, that, and the other, this whole little girl friendship we've got between these two. But you can see the very first time there's a bit of conflict between, you know, possible conflict between a guy. It's like, oh, well, you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It's like. Ah, this is going to test you, isn't it? So do you really love each other? Or do you just kind of initially click with someone because you're in the villa and you're there with everyone 24-7? So it's probably a little nitpick. I'm going to get off my soapbox pretty quickly. But um, that's just something I I think I'm going to keep an eye on about. You know, do they genuinely click together as friends? Or is this just something like, is this still part of the front? Is this still part of that fakeness, you know, to show how bubbly and exciting you are? No, it could be, it could be, but I do think you're onto something because there was actually something now you've just said that. And it was the end of the show. Michael's voted off. Michael walks off and he's got Weston with him and Weston, you know, they go to the camera and he comes on talking in the little diary room and he goes, you know, I've got this guy. I love that guy. Yeah, we've only been here a week. And he did say something which I thought, all right, fair enough. We don't experience what that's like 24-7, living with these people like this. It's not like going on holiday. I thought that was genuine, to be fair. No, no, I think it's genuine. But it was the way at the end of it he went, I've got his back forever. I was thinking, (laughs) no, you haven't. You haven't. You might have his back in here and he's right. And nobody knows what that's like being in there. So I, I can't sit here and take the mick and say, you know, absolutely ripping, because I don't know what it's like. It's not like going on holiday. Like me and you go on holiday. It's not like we're sharing a room together, is it? You, you might meet up and do stuff, different, but you're not there in, together 24-7. So you're right. Bonds and friendships do do get created. And plus, you're on a TV show. We don't know what that's like. So it's interesting, but I wasn't buying it when he said, I've got his back forever. I was like, no, nah, I bet you haven't. that one I I can kind of buy that he feels like that in the moment but let's let's face it we've all been on holiday you know you've met up with with some people and you really get on in that time you know you're in this same time same place and everything and you're like oh I should definitely keep in touch and then you get home and then you get back into your normal lives and then just you kind of drift apart, don't you? You don't, you know, and you get back into your circle of friends that you were with before. So, yeah, I just, I, I kind of buy the Western Michael thing a bit more than just this. There's something that's that's not right for me between Mallory and Alexandra. It, it just strikes me as false. Yeah, I think that might bubble up, Dave. You could be right. You could be right. It's a good observation, to be fair. Now. If you want to get in contact with the show, email us, theloveislandcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get us on Twitter, at the Love Island Cast. Great episode. Fantastic. Dave, I'm not going to ask you to lead us out today. <laughs> because I've stitched you up many a time. So, Dave, with Michael being free from the villa, we were hoping to get him on as a guest. But after what we've seen in four episodes, I'm going to go and watch some paint dry. So I'll see you next time, guys. Ha, ha, ha.